0: Mind is everything. What we think, we become. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Hermit Radio. I'm your host, Cameron, and today I want to get into a deep conversation. I was thinking this morning and spending time on contemplation, and something that I don't talk about often, but I do think about often, is the question, why? Why do we exist? Why is existing so hard? Why is any of this necessary? And, you know, some of you are on a spiritual journey and you have your answers that you've come to your conclusions over these years. And so have I, although I don't come from a place where I feel like I know everything, especially when it comes to the universe and the origins of the universe and all of that and even God itself. Um, I don't even like the word God because giving... Any description you've, you've heard about or read about of God from any religious text, it always says that it's indescribable. Um, it's vastly more than what we can comprehend. And for some people, they think God is a man in the sky like Santa Claus granting wishes. Um, I'm not saying that something that is a God couldn't manifest itself into a person. As a matter of fact, I really think that that is all of us. I think we are all um, God manifested and we are experiencing what it means to be alive and to be a human. Now, even with that, that doesn't necessarily explain why, right? Like, why are we God experiencing itself or the universe, right? But even the universe, think about that. There's more than one universe. So did our God or our creator only create this universe? Is there a God for every universe? Or is there only one for every universe and for what we understand of space is that it is infinite and it is never ending, at least to what we understand right now. So if that's the case, think about how much space and density and time and everything that is truly limitless It, it, again, goes to a place where it is hard to comprehend. Therefore, it is difficult for us as humans in this, you know, three-dimensional realm that we live in to comprehend and even understand what that is or what that means. And I had an epiphany this morning while having these contemplations. You know, let's start with what, what everything is, right? Everything is experience, your feelings, your emotions, it's all experience. When you get cut off in traffic, when you become a lawyer in space, when you eat cherry pie, all of that is experience. And so, what is the point of experience? Experience is to learn, right? That's really what we are doing here now, it's learning. But for what end, right? If God is this infinite thing, well, doesn't it know all things? Doesn't it have the ability to understand all things? Why does it need us to fulfill that understanding? And this is where I get hung up. This is the question where I don't understand. And in a lot of religious texts, and people have the understanding that it's about love. But love is also just an experience. It's also just another thing that we learn. So what is beyond that? Because love can't be the answer. It may be a facet, but it is just an experience. So what is beyond that? What is beyond love? Why, if you were God, why would you create all of this? What would be the purpose? And one of the conclusions that I had was that, at our, at least for me, in our current present time and dimension, I don't know that we can understand it. Because when you start to understand other dimensions something of another dimension right like let's say that there's entities that live in another dimension the way that they think about life and the universe is different in dimensionally different than what we would think it could be way more advanced more than likely would be more advanced so With the current fabric of our understanding, I don't think it's possible to understand what the universe is and why it operates the way it does. But there is a phrase that I just resonated with that I hope means something to you and maybe it can help you with your everyday. and that is, because it is. When something happens, when tragedy or grief, when those things happen, and you, in your first instinct as an experiencer, as a learner, you think, why is this happening to me? Why did this happen to somebody I know or love? Or why did it happen to this country? or why?" And the answer simply is, because it is. Everything happens because it is. And that is troubling for a lot of people, but it is better than I don't know. The earth is revolving around the sun because it is. No matter how much math or science you decide to write down in a book and say this, this, and this, and calculation, and blah, 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 blah. The reality of that question, without getting deep into a lengthy explanation, it because it is. Why do you exist? Because you are. Why do we come up with ideas about God and how the universe works and all of this stuff? Because we do. And does that have an answer? Possibly. But here's something even beyond that. What if we only seek answers to things because we are just in this place in this time? But maybe... In the future, when our consciousness has expanded or when we become more intelligent, we will realize that not everything has an answer, or maybe nothing has an answer, and it really all is ever-pervading just because it is. And that doesn't take away the thought or fact or theory of God at all, because it's really only our perception of what we identify to be God. And it's one of those things that you just don't know until you know, right? Like whenever somebody finds the answer, then you'll know. Or when you find the answer, you'll know. But that is part of what's built into our humanity is that we are constantly seeking. We are constantly wanting to know. And so we chase after that, whether it's, you know, in business or in law or in science or geology, we just want to know. Why is that rock shaped the way it is? Why is it that when we invest in digital currency, the stock market does this? Because we're always so curious. And that is what we are and what we are doing. Because it is. For all we know, God created all of this, or the universe, or whatever, the source, whatever you want to call it, created all of this just because it could and then it makes you and then again it there is limitation to understanding this concept because then what do we for us to try and understand it we would have to try to understand it as a human right why would you create an entire universe full of planets and you know organisms that live on planets and water and why do that why go through all of the trouble Right. And then to take it further, you give certain creatures the ability to have consciousness and self-awareness. And you don't really give them any rules or restrictions. You let them be as they are and do what they do. Now, you could say just because that would be fascinating. Right. Like we We want to learn. Right. So maybe it's as simple as that. Learning about learning about learning about learning. It's It's the same way that AI works. If any of you are in that field or know about AI, AI works in that same way. It has a source of of the information, but it sends probes in every direction so that it can learn. So it goes to this place to learn, and then it takes it back to the information center, and then it goes to this place and takes it back to the information center. The whole point is so that it can learn and get better. That's why AI is so good, because it wants to understand everything, so it sends a probe in every direction, and it has no bias, it doesn't take information and discern it, right? It might have like a complex that allows you, like if you're only looking for specific information, there might be parameters that limit that, right? If you think about it in this way, it's not very different from human beings. There is a source of all living things in creation that has sent probes in every direction for the sake of learning and reporting back. That's, I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. So now the question is, is why do you do that? Well, we did it because we want to create a uh, a system that is faster and better than what our human capable minds are, are able to do. Because AI is faster, it can do more things, and it has zero bias. Um, it, it can do things without saying, well, this is you know Democratic or Republican or this is good or bad. It takes raw data and based on its parameters of what it's doing, either keeps the information or doesn't. fascinating. And why am I telling you all this? Because we have to become more sophisticated. We need to ask big questions that are sometimes scary or sometimes um, beyond our reach. It's not acceptable to just say, I'm too busy to think about what life means and why am I living it? Because it is the basis for all the decisions that you make. Whether it's slaving away at a job you don't like, and you know, living an unhappy life, or somebody who is intelligent and free-thinking enough to decide for themselves what this existence means to them and why they want to live the way that they live, because that's really without the parameter. Right? If we're if we're a piece of the AI or the piece of the the source that is trying to gather information, if we have parameters that are unknown to us. There are parameters like understanding what it's all about. That's a parameter. We don't understand what it's all about. So maybe the purpose is to learn enough to understand. So maybe there is an answer. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe there is an answer. And so what it takes is for us to continually build upon our information to get to that point. And then who knows what happens at that point. Again, it may not be possible because of the way that we understand things in this human nature. But it's important because it plays a part in our existence as human beings. If we all knew that we were part of one bigger piece of the puzzle, and we rely upon each other to do the the work that we are supposed to do, and if we worked together instead of against each other, things would move much more efficiently and much smoother, right and that's like thinking that you know one race of human beings is more better or sophisticated than the other and that's not the case our outwardly appearance is only confusing us because we are all organic material trying to achieve the same mission our environment and our situation on this planet could be better if we learned to communicate and do things better right And even though things like love are an experience, they are also a tool. Love and compassion work much better than violence and anger, right? I mean, that's a given. We know this. We know that to be true, but we just don't choose to do it, right? And that is part of the experience. Whether you think about it in a godly way, like in the Bible, God gives us free will, right? So that we can choose what to do with it, right? So, What if it is as simple as that, and we are just choosing to do what we want to do? But the only way to advance and to become better and to become smarter and faster, more compassionate, more loving, uh, is to choose to do the right thing. And for a lot of people, they don't do the right thing because they think that there's no reason to do the right thing, right? There's There's no reason to be a kind individual when you can just be a jerk and not worry about it. Do you see how that kind of swings full circle, right? I've taken a concept of, uh, you know, a philosophical concept or even the simulation theory talked about God, and I have brought it back to a very beginning place, which is just what are you doing every day to be a better human being? And if you're not, is it because you think there's no reason Because all of the things that I've just said, they don't need God to exist. You don't need to have God to be a kind person. You don't need to have compassion for there to be a God. We have the ideal of God because we have an understanding of how all of this works at our current time and space. And we need God for that to work or others do not others believe purely in science but I think that the truth is always in the middle somewhere science religion, spirituality it all has a focal point that we have just not gotten to yet but I believe that the combination of the three is really where the answer lies these atoms and protons and neutrons they do this because they do Right. No matter what scientist says, it's because of this reason you could always ask, okay, but why? Right. Eventually you will get to a place where they say, well, they do this in this pattern because of this answer. And then you say, why? Eventually you will get them to a place where they say, I don't know. And if you push them, that is where they will go. Now, they might be hesitant, you know, they might, because of the ego, they might want to say, circle back to this answer, right? Well, it's because of this. But if you say why, and they keep coming back to this answer, that's just as insignificant as saying, I don't know. Because I want to take it beyond the last question, right? If that's confusing, let me rephrase that. When asking a scientist, why, why does this happen, right? They give you five answers and they're all chaining to a beginning singular event. And for them, that is the limit of what they can understand about what is happening. But you can always ask why. And there will be, I mean, really an infinitude of answers, right? But it does get to a place where it goes beyond the rational thinking capacity of a human being. We get to a point where science stops, in almost everything, you can push that question, why, 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 until you get to a place where they say, I don't know. And that place of I don't know, I believe, is where science and spirituality meet. And that simple thing that I said earlier makes so much sense, which it is because it is. And that's a better answer than I don't know. When you're asking, why is it that these positrons and neutrons and Adams, why is it that they're doing this? Once you get to the place of I don't know, you can just say, because it is. Until you have a definitive answer, which, like I said, there may not be one. There may be things that we just... There are things that we haven't even thought about yet because we don't have the rational, limitating thinking ability, right? It, our parameters have not allowed us to think about this question, right? Has somebody ever asked you a question you're like, Wow, I never thought of it like that, right? Uh, That's exactly it. Because of the parameters you have, you were not able to think about that until somebody had asked you about it. And that is how our information source is working. That is how our parameters of being a human and having this level of consciousness, that is what is working and that's how it's playing out right now. And we use each other to get to those points. We don't talk to each other enough. Let me bring it back down to a smaller level, right? Everybody experiences pain, but we don't really talk about it. And so when we experience pain, even minor pain, something like a headache, we get afraid because we believe we're the only ones. And then we think to ourselves, oh my God, am I dying? Right? You have anxiety and then you feel it and you're like, am I having a heart attack? But how many times have you talked to a friend or a family member and they can talk you back down and then they reassure you that it's going to be okay and then you feel better, right? We could do that with each other for almost all things. We literally are our own support system, but we just don't use it. We don't realize that almost everybody has some kind of trauma or significant pain, right? Only now are we starting to understand and realize that everybody has mental health issues, right? How many people now do you know take a mental health day from work or from school? That is becoming accepted and widely known because collectively we are traumatized. And we are just now accepting it, and we are going through the stages. Of what a normal single person goes through, right? The stages of grief and acceptance and all of that. We are collectively doing it as a human race. That is what's happening right now. You can feel it. You've seen it in other people. People are becoming more compassionate, more loving, and more understanding. They're doing more work on themselves to understand themselves better because for so long before, we didn't. We were just destructively going through life, ruining our own li- our, our own lives and ruining the lives of people close to us because we didn't know better. We were collectively traumatizing each other over and over and over again until here we've gotten to the breaking point and people have had enough. People have had enough of being traumatized by their work and their jobs and their school and their parents and their people. People are over it. And in their individuality, They will find the freedom that they seek. But as they did, I had done before. I got to a place where I had made myself into nothing. And the very first thought I had was I have to share this with other people. Because until everybody gets to our place where we are in this time and space, in this level of consciousness, we are not free and we cannot be free because there are people you you are encountering day to day in the streets who would rather stab you than have a conversation with you. You run into people at the grocery market who would rather kill you and shoot you than love you. And that is why our reality is so painful and so traumatizing and we have just not been open with ourselves about that. And it's only until now and I predict that as time goes on, we're going to continually get better and better and better. And this is almost, you know, it would appear we're on the upward trend. And I don't know. I can't predict the future. It is because it is. I hope that 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 was um, not too difficult to follow. I just you know when I have these epiphany moments that's the time I like to share these podcasts with you guys and gals um because otherwise I'm up I'm in here in my recording closet just saying things that may not have a, any value to you but this really does this really does play a part in our lives and when we're open to it it makes sense but if you're busy closing yourself off from the world then you're not learning the lessons you need to learn and you're not helping get us to a place of freedom. But with that being said, I hope I have given you something to think on for the day and we will catch you next week. Um, I hope everybody has a great week. Remember that compassion is a practice and there's really only two things you have to do in this life for it to be simple and zen, and that is to tell the truth and to love everyone. And on that note, I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Hermit Radio.